Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show, The Melting Pat, the next level network. How are you? What is going on with you, my friends? Hope you're doing well today. Hope you're staying dry or wet or warm or cold or whatever makes you most comfortable. I hope those are conditions you find yourself in. So there you go. We good? We all right? I'm uh, I'm okay. You know, kid doesn't sleep, so that sucks. But, but actually, before we get to all the things, I uh, did I talk about my... You know what? Maybe I'll talk about it after the song. Um, I don't think I told you about my vasectomy. I haven't had it yet, but I, I there it's a process, and I figure maybe I'll clue you in to what's going on there. So we'll talk about that while I'm uh, I'm trying to figure out when to get my little snippy snip. So we will talk about that. We're going to talk Halloween, of course. We're going to talk mobile game ads and how I'm making home. Oh, they're just annoying. Well, they can be, and a lot of the games that I've been trying to play have had annoying ads, and so we'll talk about that. We got some sports stuff. The World Series could be over by the time you hear this. Game five is tonight, right? Yeah, yeah. Texas could win it tonight, Wednesday. So we don't know yet. But as I sit here and talk to you, the Rangers have a 3-1 lead, so we shall see what goes on there. Um, what else we got? Oh, Jill told me about... <laughs> told me about... I don't know what happened there. Um, she went to a place that didn't take any cash, and so I want to talk about that. And if this is going to become a thing going forward, if it already is, for other places as well. So we have that. We got all the things um, that are ready. Hopefully we'll hear from the captain. I will text him tomorrow. Uh, actually, I, usually I don't have to let him know because he just sends it on Thursday night. So there you go. That's why, by the way, it's not super up to date because um, since I had the kid, I no longer have time to get up on Saturday mornings and edit the Flyers updates into the show. And so now I get the show ready by Thursday or Friday and then I add his update in whenever he sends it over, if he sends it over. So there you go. That's how that works. In case you're new, in case you wanted to know, why, hey, why is he talking about this? Like it already, like it didn't happen already. Because um, he sends it to me on Thursday evening, because that's just how it works out. Look, we both have lives and kids, and neither one of us makes money from this uh, venture. So uh, we'll, take, <laughs> we'll take it, because I enjoy his updates, even though they make more work for me. All right? All right. So there we go. That's the uh, the menu for today. Um, yeah, let me add that into my notes here. We're going to talk about, we just did, just adding this right now. We're going to talk about my vasectomy process. Again, hasn't happened yet, but we'll talk about it next because we have a new song, not a new song. It's new to me and probably new to you as well, but from our new friends, Popclaw. So shout out to Dan and or Chris for finding me on threads. I put a post out like, hey, I want some music for the show, because people are like, hey, the algorithm, send me this, and I list a whole bunch of things, and so I just put up, hey, algorithm, send me some music, please, and sometimes it works, and it did for this time, so they are a rock band from the southeast, I'm sorry, there's a space there, from the southeast of England, so let's look at a map here, Where? what does that mean, where is that, what do they mean when they say south, not that I don't want to dox them, but what do we got here? Uh, Greatstone, all right, Lid, all right, Jury's Gap, Rye Harbor, these don't even sound like real places. Brenzet, what are, what is this, what is this? But uh, Popclaw, 
Explain to me what the hell these towns are. <laughs> Again, they're new friends to the show. Here we have, we got New Church and we got Dim Church. Burmarsh, I don't West Heith. What, what is this? What are these places? Brock Hill, what is, what is this? What's called Bonnington, Blissington? What is, what is happening? Anyway, the southeast of England is, I don't even know if those are all considered the south space east of England, but I, I guess they'll let me know. There's pet and then pet level. What, it, what is happening? These don't sound like real places. Anyway, they're from England. They're going to, they're going to be angry about this. <laughs> We might have to scrub this and try something new. But anyway, before they, they hear it, you can hear it too. Pop Claws, the name of the band, the link to their stuff will be in the show notes. This song is, uh, it's not their latest, but it's new to me. And it's the it's the one they sent me. So there we go. Thanks, dudes. It's called Same Old Story, Pop Claw. It's the Melty Pat. We're coming right back. you have it our new friends pop claw same old story the melty pat the next level network i don't even know if that's in the song but when i was listening to it i'm like man that's a cool little i'm like that's fun and i don't think that's even in the song maybe i just made that up maybe it was off key I don't know, but I had fun with it, so I hope you enjoyed it as well. Again, Popclaw, that's P-O-P-C-L-A-W. I almost misread it. Um, same old story is the name of the song. <laughs> From one of those places that's probably real in the southeast of England. Thank you, my friends. Also, um, they've been working remotely, and their Instagram bio says they're planning to meet up in person sometime soon. So does that mean they've never met? Because that's kind of awesome. 
Like, that's pretty cool. Like, you can make a whole bunch of songs without ever meeting in person. Like, you can do it. Technology's amazing. I mean, shoot, I had Danny Schmitz do uh, guitar on my one song, and Arden Curhays do vocals on another song of mine. We've never met it. Well, at the time, Danny Schmitz and I had not met, and I've never met Arden in person. So, um, yeah, that's pretty awesome. You can create whole uh, EPs, albums, whatever of songs from the comfort and privacy of somewhere you know which is great. So fantastic stuff. Hope you uh, get to meet up in person and, uh, and share a pint and have you have a jolly old good time. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Um, in one of those totally real places where you live. So there we go. Pop claw, same old story. Go get it. Tell them I sent you. You know what? Maybe don't tell them I sent you. I'm sure they're going to listen, but you know, maybe don't turn them on to everything I just said. Does that sound good? <laughs> oh boy. All right. Thanks, dudes. Appreciate the uh, <laughs> appreciate the tune. Oh my God, we're gonna go. There's gonna be another revolutionary war. I think that's gonna start right here, right here with me. All right, you're welcome, everyone. And uh, I'm disabled, so I can't uh, I can't fight. I'm sorry. All right, so I'm getting a vasectomy. Um, Jill and I talked about this a while ago, before we even had the kid. It was like, hey, when we're done, do you want to just get a vasectomy, and so we don't have to worry about you know, contraceptives and whatnot. And I said, yeah, sure. That sounds good. It sounds for sure like an easier procedure for me to do than for her to do. And so I met with the urologist last week and said, hey, I want to do this. What am I in for? And she's like, okay, here's what I'll do. She described the whole procedure. And then she actually like showed me not to get too gross, but given what I'm discussing, I'm sorry, I'm going to I'll try not to get too graphic. So she, you know, had me uh, show her what she was going to be working with. Let's do that. That's, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That's right. So she, like, showed me what she was going to be doing, kind of. Like, it's going to feel like this, a little more, a more intense version of this. And I'm like, well, you know, my <laughs> my son steps on me all the time. So I'm kind of used to being hit there a lot now because my son is two. And he likes to, you know, he just, I don't think he means it, but... His feet just happen to land always on my crotch. So I'm kind of used to being uncomfortable in that area. And she's like, oh, great. You're going to do fine then. Because, you know, they go in, they're going to, you know, she pulls out and you get snippy, snippy. And then they go to the other side and snippy, snip. And then she's like, two days, do absolutely nothing. And I said, okay, that sounds good. And then, you know, I'll come back a few months later and make sure it all went well. So uh, the hurdle now, well, the first hurdle was I have to figure out I had to figure out if it was going to be paid for by my insurance. And so I called him yesterday and I said, hey, what's going on? And I had a connection problem with the person, didn't know what the hell they were saying. So I was like, yeah, okay, bye, see you later. So then I called back like 20 minutes later, spoke to someone else and said, hey, what's the deal here? So I gave him all the information and the woman said, yeah, you're good. Like the doctor's good. At first it was like, well, the doctor's covered under your insurance, but that surgery center, which fun fact, is literally in the next room like the next building over um like it might not be covered and i'm like well what the why do they do that why is that a thing um so that was annoying and then they figured out nope actually there it is your surgery center is covered so at most you'll pay a couple of copays so be like 30 bucks if that so i'm like that sounds great perfect just about completely covered that's amazing thankfully i have a pretty good health plan um that covers that so the issue with scheduling it now is try to find childcare for two days because 
the doctor was very explicit in her instructions, and she said, do nothing. Don't take the kid outside. Don't take him up anywhere. Don't do yard work. Don't do any of the things. And she listed, like, oh, like, don't work out. Don't do this. Don't do that. Like, I do none of that already, so that's perfect. Um, so she's like, yeah, bed rest for two days, pretty much. So the uh, the hurdle is trying to find two days where we can, when we could have someone over just in case, just in case, because I was told to literally do nothing. So there we go. So we're working on that, trying to get that done. Um, and then, you know, a couple months after that, I'll be uh, free and clear to, uh, well, you get the idea. So, yeah, sorry. No siblings for the Melting Bay Bay. Shop is going to be closed in the, in the foreseeable future. So there we go with that. So if you were looking forward to more stories of Pat with a newborn, too damn bad. And uh, if this upsets you in any way, because people are some people are upset about this, um, too bad. That's that's your problem and not mine. And, uh, you know, you can go deal with the baby somewhere else. So there we go. That's, I'm, look, look, I'm just... Most of the time when I tell people, hey, I'm going to get a vasectomy, like, oh, that's great. But a couple of times they're like, oh, man, he needs a sibling. You got to give him a pepepepepe. And I'm like, no, no, I don't. And so I'm kind of done with, like, I did this when we first got married when they kept asking us when we're going to have kids. And I'm like, that's a rude question. You don't need to know about my sex life. Um, So I'm kind of done being polite about that, about like, oh, ha ha, like, why aren't you going to give him a sibling? Because I don't want to. That's why. So I'm sorry. If I seem a little snippy, pun intended, I am because it's it's just really strange to me that people are are this invested in whether or not I have another child that they may not meet and would never really uh, have to take care of and interact with, and they're doing it because they think that it's a good idea. When for us, that would be like the worst outcome, having another kid. Like it would just be awful. So that's why we are taking the steps to prevent it from happening. So there we go. All right, sorry. That turned into a, I don't know, I was just telling a story about a, about a doctor gripping my stuff, and then it turned into me being a little mad at people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, we're going to take a break, and then um, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about fun stuff, I promise, right after this. Okay, we're back. We'll probably cut some of that out. We'll see what happens. I don't know. But anyway, what I do know is I want to talk about Halloween. Can we do that? Are we allowed to do that? Why not? It's my show. Uh, so the uh, the plan was we were going to take the kid to a couple of houses and then kind of chill and give out candy of our own. And, you know, we did that eventually. So uh, we got a bunch of, we all got, so she got him skeleton uh, pajamas and she got herself a, a skeleton something or other. And I got it like a full body jumpsuit with a hood that zipped over and so then you know my you couldn't see my face which was pretty awesome and it was really comfortable and uh the kid was very interested in having me zip and unzip the uh the hood there and then he wanted it unzipped because he didn't want to look at the skeleton face he wanted to see dad's face so uh the plan was we were going to take him out to a couple houses and then go back and give out candy well he wasn't having that he was a little uh he was in a mood he was a little grumpy so the missus sat outside, gave out some candy. She got some full bar, full size bars, and then she always makes little bags with a toy and a sticker and a piece of candy and something else, um, just in case the kid can't eat the candy or whatever. The, there's at least something in there for them. So she does that. We get we always get a bunch of kids. We almost run out of candy every year. First year we did, so we were ready. Like we had more than than we thought we need, even though we were one of maybe four houses on the block. 
giving out candy, doing anything. So that kind of sucked. But I was inside with the boy. We were watching uh, something, Bluey or something or other. And then, you know, the night goes along. We got some pizza. He's eating pizza. And he's enjoying himself. He's calmed down. And then he's like, hey, I want to go see what mom's doing. He didn't say that. But, um, you know, I guess she came in for something. And then he's like, hey, I want to go outside and see what's up. So I took him out. And he was confused. And he was he was getting mad that other people were coming and going. And he couldn't leave. And so I said, okay. She hands me his little bucket for candy. I'm like, all right, let's go see who's out there and see if we can go get some candy. So uh, we go down the block. And... There are two houses on our side that are actively giving out candy and playing music and stuff and a house across the street. So we get down there and we walk past the first house. I'm like, hey, you want to go up? And he's like, nope, I want to keep walking. And I said, okay. So we're going by and then we turn around and come back. And the second house, the woman was like, hey, hey, does he want a lollipop? And she like yells at us and then throws the candy in his bucket. And he's like, yeah. And he said, you're welcome to everybody. Um, because I said I would say, oh, say thank you, and they would say you're welcome, and then he would say you're welcome, which was really funny. Again, he's two. This is adorable. Unless you hate children, then I'm sorry. Skip ahead to the next thing. Uh, <laughs> so we're coming back, and this time he goes up to the first house with all the music, and by then there were like seven people there already. So I'm like, oh, crap, how are we going to get through this? And so it was <laughs> So the the woman who was handed out the candy uh, tried to hand it to him, and then he just grabbed it out of the bowl, and, like he grabbed one from her hand and put it in the bucket, and then he turned around and grabbed another one out of the bowl, even though she had already put like five more pieces in his bucket. <laughs> he grabbed one out of the bowl to put it in his bucket, because he grabbed it from the woman, and then turned around to me and said, like, here you go, into the bucket. So that was really fun. And then we're coming back, and a third house on the way, on the way back to our house, on the same side of the street, um, the, another woman comes out with a handful of candy, and he starts to <laughs> he just he takes one piece at a time and puts it in the bucket, and the lady's just standing there being very gracious, and I could see in her face, sorry, I'm still hacking. I did go to the doctor. I'm on a thing, but it's still, still, ah. Anyway, we're trying. We did our best. I did go to the doctor, though, I promise. So I could see, like, she was done standing there, and so she just dumped it in the bucket and walked away. And then we go home, and uh, he gets more pizza, and then he fell asleep, like, 25 minutes later. And it was funny, because, like, then he fell asleep. And then I looked in his bucket. Well, no, before he fell asleep, I looked in his bucket, and it's, like, Twizzlers, Reese's Pieces, Lollipops, a Tootsie Roll, something else, like all things that he can't have, like that we're not ready to, to give him yet. And so I'm like, well, crap, what are we going to do? So I dug in there and found a Kit Kat and he devoured both of those. I'm like, thank God. And then he fell asleep. So, <laughs> so that part worked out really well. Um, we had a good time. We had a good Halloween. I would say a lot of gave out all of the full size candy bars and we only had a few little bags left over. So yeah, good turnout, even though, not much of our block was given out anything. So that, again, that kind of sucked. But all in all, I would say we had a solid Halloween. And then um, we found this show the other day. It was It's on Peacock. It's John Carpenter's Suburban Screams. And we've watched two episodes. And it's pretty creepy. And it's like true stories of, you know, scary things that happen in the suburbs. 
And so if you're interested in scary, creepy things, check that out on Peacock. John John Carpenter's Suburban Screams. There we go. Again, I'm just combining all the words into one and hoping something good comes out. And then it doesn't. Um, And also we watched a bunch of the Halloween movies. Uh, Actually, I'm about to watch Halloween Resurrection just for fun. But we watched... uh, We watched the original the other day, and then Halloween H2O was on TV, and so we always watch those, and I should probably watch some other ones. But anyway, we had a good time. A solid Halloween. The rain held off, so that was good. And uh, from what I understand, again, I was inside with the boy for a lot of it. Uh, We had a solid turnout. So there we go. That was Halloween 2023, man. We went for it. We did the thing. Oh, man, I didn't lose everything, did I? Hold on. Let me see. Oh, no, there we go. Okay. So I um, I had minimized my thing, and then I pulled it back up, and there was nothing here. So I'm really hoping all this got on there, but uh, there we go. Let's... <laughs> oh, God, we're having fun. We're having, we're having fun. We're having a good time. We're having a good time here today. So let's, uh, let's take a break. It's going to make it easier to edit, you know, eight minutes instead of 14. So let's take a break. That was Halloween. We had a great time, and I hope yours was wonderful as well. So let's, oh, hold on. That This is how we're going to go to break. Um, Doug said he was listening to the show today or yesterday, and he said he watched a movie on Hulu. He said, no need to include this if I'm late to the party, but I needed to say I finally saw a worthwhile horror movie and can highly recommend it. Now, Doug, you know better. I'll revisit anything at any time. Uh, <laughs> it's a Hulu exclusive, so you got to sign up for that. Uh, or come over and watch it with me. It is called No One Will Save You. So there you go. Uh, he said, no spoilers here, but very thought-provoking ending and genuinely creepy, scary moments. So there you go. Thank you, Doug, for that. Good stuff. So we're going to play. I'm going to try to find some music from No One Will Save You, the Hulu-exclusive horror movie recommended by Doug. And we're back. Sorry, I had to do a work thing. I don't know. Sometimes I'm not sure what other people are seeing because I look at the screen and see something different. So I don't know. Anyway, not to not to get too far into that, but it just bothers me that uh, my job's not that hard if you take 10 seconds to read and really figure out what's going on or just ask who did it, which in this case was me, and I think I was very clear. But anyway, I want to talk about this real quick. <laughs> It did sound like I was going to launch you a thing about how dumb people are, but I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to tell you about cashless establishments. Now, uh, Jill went last week or two weeks ago, whenever the hell that was, to Six Flags, and she told me about how all the vendors and all the things inside the park are cashless. You can use your card, or like if you don't know that, and you go there with a bunch of cash in your pocket, You can go at the beginning of the park. There's a little shop that says, hey, we'll put it on a little card for you to use in the park. Now, I don't know if this is a like a Visa gift card or whatever, or if it's like a Dave Buster's kind of thing where like they load it onto a prepaid thing and you can only use it there, which I think would be one, dastardly, and two, genius, because now like whatever money that you wanted to use for the day, like say it was a hundred bucks or 150 bucks or whatever, you have now, if you chose, have converted that cash that can be used anywhere 
onto a little card that can only be used in one place, which sucks as a consumer. That's not that fun. But from the corporation point of view, it's genius because they know you're stuck there and they know you're going to want food and you might want souvenirs and you might want this or that, right? And so they know that you're stuck there, making it that you have to use all the money that you brought only at this place is genius, but also, again, a move. So <laughs> so I don't know. If anybody has gone to Six Flags in the last, I don't know, year or so, um, or whenever they started this, let me know. When you went to the park and you converted your cash to one of these little cards, was it a card only for Six Flags? Or could you then, it was, was it like a Visa gift card that you can use wherever you want? So let me know, because then... Like if they put, uh, if they like monopolize that as the park, like that's pretty smart for them. As messed up as it sounds for you, as the consumer, as the uh, the park goer, um, from their view, it's it actually makes sense. So there you go. But I I wonder though, if more places are going to do this or have already done this, where like if you're contained somewhere, say at a hmm, maybe a convention or a like another theme park or like some kind of resort or whatever where they don't take any cash which um lessens the chance of someone trying to rob you I guess cuz what are you going to do with a bunch of preloaded cards that have nothing on them um <laughs> so then like you don't have to make change like I don't have to carry cash in a pocket I might not have or might not be a good one I get this little card and I go around and I can buy my things for as as much as I have I can buy the buy the things, right? So that's great. I think that's cool. Uh, and I don't have to worry about, did I take out too much, not enough? Do I have to go get more? Like, nope, whatever I have in my account or on this card is what I can use to spend today. And so, yeah, I would think that post-COVID, however you define that, but uh, in a world where we're now actually thinking about germs and stuff, let's put it that way, I would think this would be a common practice across all kinds of, venues, right? I would think like concerts should do this, you know, shows of any sort where you can either pay with uh, Google Pay or whatever, or Apple Pay or whatever they are, or like tap your card or do whatever the thing. They have those little those little square things that you can put on your phone or whatever and swipe it through there. I think that would be cool if they did that. Uh, I just, I don't know, maybe I'm showing my age here. I'm a millennial, so I don't really like, I don't I don't love to carry cash if I don't have to, right? Like if I don't have to do that, because then it's like, okay, now I'm stuck with a dollar seventy-five, and I can buy nothing with this. So I'm stuck with coins jingling around and a random dollar bill that will get me nothing. And so I'm just like, well, why not eliminate that? And then, you know, sure, charge me a little more. I mean, that's the other thing too, right? Because when you use these services, the Square thing, or when you use the the credit card thing or whatever. Like they charge you a certain amount, uh, either per transaction or like you have to use a certain uh, number of transactions to make it like you pay a fee or whatever, and you have to make it kind of make that back in the amount that you that you receive, right? So you pay to use this service, whatever the percentage is, and so you have to count on making more sales than that. And so if you make everything, um, you know, cashless, and you have to use these credit card things, right? You're going to make that back because people aren't going to want it. Like they generally don't let you come back in once you're in the park. And if you leave, you generally don't get to come back in. 
right? And so maybe I'm wrong. I haven't been to a theme park in decades, but it's not my thing. That's why. So they know you're going to be there all day or at least for a good part of the day, you know, long enough to buy a pretzel and buy a, a sweatshirt and buy a lunch and buy, you know, buy a drink or whatever, like long enough to, to spend a bunch of money. And so why not like make everything accessible from your phone that you have anyway and pay with your phone or whatever and not have to worry about cash. I'm okay with this. I know some people are like, oh, what about, I know, I know, but I'm just saying for me personally, I know a lot of people have trouble, you know, figuring out when things are coming right for me and when I'm talking about something else, but people on the internet have trouble understanding when I'm talking about personal experience. But for me, I, if I don't have to, I'd rather not carry cash because then it's like, okay, like the money's gone from my account. Sure. Fine. But then it gets to a point where I have money that will, that's not enough to get me anything. And so it's just a bunch of coins, a bunch of quarters or whatever that now I can't use because there's nothing in 2023, at least that I could think of that I can go get for 75 cents. It just doesn't exist anymore. It's just how it happens, right? Hamburgers don't cost a dime anymore. Pretzels are a dollar, you know? It just happens. I'm not, you know, you don't blame one person or another person. It's just how the world works. Things get more expensive. And so I think eliminating that, that was, I was about to go off on a huge tangent, but I'm not going to do that because that opens the door to a whole mess of people that I don't want to interact with. I don't want to have that conversation. So we're not going to do it. But I think this is a great idea. And again, I, I understand if they don't, if the, the establishment does not want to put it on a gift card you can use elsewhere. Like I can understand the part of like, hey, let's make this gift card only usable at this place. Because now it's like, hey, if you have $40 left when you're done, you either have to go spend that right now before we leave or we have to come back. And so I would think they're banking on you having money left over and needing to come back. But I, I went to um, a casino in Atlantic City uh, for a bachelor party. What year would that have been? 2016. And I think I have like 75 cents left on it or like $1.70 or something left on this card. I'm never going to use again. I may have thrown it out at this point, but because um, I have moved since then. So that probably didn't make it over. But <laughs> so you're going to have that. Like, I'm sure I, I'm sure I still have some Ultra Zone tokens sitting around here somewhere. Uh, maybe there's a Chuck E. Cheese token in here some, someplace too. But, you know, they're banking on, you're like, oh, I have $40 left. And now we're going to have to go back and spend that money. Either that day or another day, which means you spend a whole lot more money to get back into the park. And then that's what they want. They want you to come back another day and not like real quick, go buy a t-shirt for 40 bucks or however much t-shirts cost at Six Flags. But I know I, I can, I can see the people getting upset about this and I can see what they, I can see the type of person getting upset about this, but in a modern world, I love this idea and I'm curious if anybody's gone and used one of these cards at Six Flags or wherever, is it a card just for that place or is it a gift card you can use anywhere? Cause that makes more like that's better for the consumer. I don't know what happened with my mouth in that moment, but that's better for the consumer if it's a gift card that can use somewhere else. So like if I don't use it all today here, I can go to McDonald's and use out the gift card on a sandwich or whatever as I'm going home. 
right? Whereas if it's just for the park, well, now I got to come back or go buy a pretzel real quick and finish out this card and throw it away. And so I wonder what the thing is there. Uh, but as a, as a general idea, I think more places should do this. I think more places should go cashless and, you know, pay with your phone or your card or load your cash onto a, uh, onto a card for the place or for anywhere else. I think that's great. Or if you just want to get, like, you probably don't, you'd have to think ahead to do this. But if you got a bunch of Visa gift cards, so you know, like, hey, so if you have 200 bucks and you go with your family or whatever, then you can go, okay, load it onto a gift card. Like, okay, we have $200. And then once this is done, that's it. Like, I think that's a good plan. So now if you're going to, you know, put this away for next year, if you're going to a theme park or wherever, get a Visa gift card, load however much money you want to spend onto that onto that thing, and then go, okay, when this is done, that's it. So I think that would help with the planning. So then you don't spend $500. So now you set yourself a limit. And maybe I'm saying this because I grew up, uh, you know, on the low end of the... <laughs> we weren't rich, right? So I feel like this would have worked out well for us. If they had this back in the day, like if we had thought ahead to do this and be like, okay, we could do this and this and this. And then once that's done, that's done. So I like this idea for everybody. I think um, if there's something about this, I am missing. If there is some part of this I'm missing, and this is actually a terrible idea, you let me know. I want you to yell at me via voicemail, 209-867-7638. Let me know. Again, 76. Let's try that again. 209-867-7638. Let me know if I am uh, way off base on this, if I don't understand the process, if I'm wrong about how this works, or if you just think it's a bad idea. You let me know. And we will hash it out. I'll play it on the show next week or whenever. And uh, we, I will hash it out with you after you yell at me. Okay? All right. Great. So cashless, I'm okay with it. I am. I am. It's 2023. I'm okay with, the, with being cashless almost everywhere I go. It's more of a hassle for me to go get cash than for me to buy a gift card and load some money onto it. It's, more, it's less of a pain in the ass for me to go cashless. So maybe... Maybe I'm I'm in the minority. Maybe I'm off base. I don't know. But I do know that we've exhausted this topic, I think. And uh, again, if you'd like to yell at me, let me know. And we can uh, we can hash it out. All right? All right. In any case, in any case, you know, I say that so often, you would think that I would stop trying to make it one mushed word. I don't know. In any case, we're going to take a break. And we will be right back. We are back. There we go. We did it. I don't know if you heard some music there or sound. I keep it in the fridge behind me here. I got a little uh, little mini fridge here behind me. And um, I keep hitting it with the chair. Someday soon, I'll be back in my regular office. And you won't hear that. You'll still hear the chair making noise. But uh, you won't hear me hitting the fridge. And we'll we'll work it out somehow. But... Um, it's just a lot of work to move all the stuff and I don't have time to do it. But anyway, oh, Jill sent me, hold on real quick. Um, this is the benefit, by the way, of being at the front of the house instead of the back of the house is now Jill can hear the show. And if I make a mistake, she can look it up for me and correct me before the end of the show. <laughs> all right. Um, 
So she sent me a screenshot of the uh, the policies from Six Flags. And let's see, only card payments, okay. Either pay using Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Discover, Google Pay, Apple Pay, or debit card. You can convert your cash to a prepaid debit card at one of the multiple kiosks located throughout the park and anywhere in the U.S. where Visa is accepted. So there you go. There we go. Thank you, Jill. You can use the card. I I really, like, when Jill told me about this a couple weeks ago, I thought, man, what a dastardly thing, but also what a genius move to make it a Six Flags exclusive thing. But also, like, you'd have to weigh the cost of that because that has to cost money to set up your own gift card thing. And if you don't sell enough, like, you don't use enough, then it's like, well, we just sunk money into nothing. And so, all right, so there you go. Still, though, if you want to yell at me about that, 209-867-7638. But that's good to know. You can use, uh, it's a Visa gift card, a prepaid debit card, so you can use it elsewhere and and probably reload it, I would imagine. Um, most gift, most Visa gift cards can be reloaded now. I know they used to be like, oh, $25, and then that's it. But um, then they were like, hey, why can't we let people keep using them? So there we go. Thank you, Jill, for that. See, my smoking hot wife is on top of it again. There we go. What were we talking about? Uh <laughs> I don't know. My live show used to go like this too. I would, because uh, because of the uh, because of the delay, I would be done with a thing, and then somebody else would go, "Hey, what about this?" And I go, "Oh yeah, that thing." Here, there's no excuse. I don't know. Um, okay, so what we were doing <laughs> anyway? What I was trying to say, I think I actually don't even know what I was trying to say. But we're trying to get to our. We, oh, here's what I was gonna do. We might be able to squeeze both of these last two segments into one break. If not, that's fine. We'll figure it out. But let's talk mobile game ads, shall we? We shall. So I have been, uh, I learned how to stream from Twitch on my phone, and it's been fun. I've been playing Baseball 9. I did some crossword puzzles. Uh, Jill and I did a real-life stream with some snacks. We're doing one of those again soon, maybe, I hope. And um, I said, hey, you know, not everyone loves baseball. Because Baseball Nines, it's my favorite mobile game that I've got right now. I mean, I got a lot of uh, a lot of Pokemon games going, but I don't know. I don't really stream those. But anyway, I've been streaming a lot of Baseball Nine. It's been awesome. But I also understand that not everyone likes baseball, and so I'm trying to find another mobile game to stream. So if you have any, please let me know. Although I have played a few that I didn't love. I played like a sniper 3D game, which just wasn't that fun. I played a one called BitLife, which was cool, but also like every few clicks or moves I made, I then had to watch three ads, and that was dumb. I played um, something called Pocket Champs, which seemed like a Fall Guys type game, except the races were automatic, so I didn't actually do anything, and so that was dumb. And I played a couple others that just weren't, it just didn't hit. So if you got in a mobile a mobile game that you enjoy and you'd like to see me stream, or or that you think would be good to stream on Twitch, let me know, and I will check it out. Or just, you know what, not even that second part. Whatever mobile game you're playing that you like, let me know, and I will try it out. The reason that I bring this up is because when I have my, the reason, one of the reasons I love Baseball 9 is that I don't have to watch one ad to play that game. Like, I can to earn, like, in-game currency, and I do to earn some more in-game currency, but if I didn't want to do that, like if I didn't want to earn, you know, the things I needed to, you know, upgrade my team or whatever, if I didn't want to, I don't have to watch a single ad to play this game. I can just play it for free and keep whacking the home runs over the wall. 
and it's great, and I love it, and I love texting my friends the updates on how their players are doing in the game. It's fantastic. But I don't have to watch one ad at all to play this game. And what bothers me is, oh, I did the Monopoly game for a little while, and then I was like, yeah, all right, this wasn't that fun. It was it was fun for a little bit, and then I, it was just another, like, I used to play the Simpsons game years ago, and then it became just like a chore. And it was like, oh, I got to do this and, you know, do the game and upgrade, update this and do, you know, do these roles. And I was like, yeah, all right. I'm not really playing this game. I'm like, I'm just doing a thing. And I, ha- I, I don't know. It just was, it, it wasn't really for me after a little bit. But these couple games that I've played, it was just like every few clicks or moves that I made, I had to then watch an ad after. Like I would make four or five moves and then I'd have to watch an ad to keep playing. Oh, I played one of those idle office games or whatever, where like you build an op, build a company, and then, you know, you upgrade and all that. And it was okay. But then like every four or five moves that I did, like, oh, I'd be like, upgrade this, add this, open this, open that, add. And I have to watch a couple ads. And I'm like, okay, like, I get it. I understand the term freemium game. Like, I understand that they, you know, they got to make money and there's a reason it's free is those ads. But Baseball 9 I don't have to watch a single ad to play. I can play five games in a row if I have the time and never watch one ad at all. And I, it's just like, I mean, let's be real. In general, in our lives, we are inundated with advertisements. Literally everywhere. All over your TV, your phone, you get them in the mail. They're on the buses, on the cars, on the radio, on the, t- on the whatever. Like everywhere you go, everything you open, every like app you have, every um, everything you listen to and watch, there's going to be an ad somewhere. And it's too much. It's way too much. And so I figured like, if you want me to watch an ad to upgrade to like, like with Baseball 9, right? I can get in-game currency if I watch a 30-second ad. And that's great. If I want to get some in-game currency, I will watch that ad for 30 seconds. I'm doing it right now, actually. I just opened it up. So I can get my ads because it, it refreshes every couple hours. And so throughout the day, I go in, boom, play the ad, and then we're done. And then that's it. So if you're going to have ads in your game, and I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you what makes your game easier to play for me. Like not easier, but what makes me want to play your game more is if I don't have to watch any ads just while I'm playing the game. Because I, I think I, this is kind of similar I talked about this a few months ago when I talked about my um, like our TV remote. So I downloaded the app. I have, we have an Amazon TV. And for whatever reason, I don't know, the remote stopped working or I couldn't find it or something. And or I, maybe I didn't want to get up. I don't know what happened. But I downloaded the app to use the my phone as the remote. And I'm like, okay, great. And so like I would click, you know, go through the channels, one, two, three, four, five, six. And then I would click it again and nothing would happen. And I look down at my phone and it's an ad. Like I haven't really done anything. And I'm just like clicking through the channels on my TV. And now I have to watch an ad. So if your game or your thing, uh, if I'm required to watch a commercial just by doing, like just by using the service, I'm not even doing anything. Like if I'm just clicking through in like in, uh, in BitLife, right? It's basically you start your life and you click through and you age up every year and then you can make decisions based on however old you are. Like if you're seven, like, oh, do you want to be friends with this person? And if you're 12, do you want to go mow lawns and make some money? And if you're 16, do you want to 
you know, your mom offered you, bought you a car. Do you accept the car graciously or do you complain? Or like when you're 18, do you want to go to school or you want to go to work or whatever, right? So you have all these choices. That's bit life in a nutshell. And it was a nice little thing. Like streaming it might have been fun. But every time I, I clicked to upgrade something or like went to go view another screen, I got stopped by an ad. And I'm, I'm just, again, I understand the ads make it free. Like, I understand the commercials make TV essentially free. Like, I get the difference between pay-per-view or premium shows or channels and regular stuff. I understand the existence of advertisements. That's not my problem. My problem is I shouldn't have to watch an ad just by mindlessly clicking through this game that I've downloaded for free. If you want me to upgrade and like, hey, if you want in-game con- in-game currency to upgrade, yes, watch a commercial. Oh, if you want to do this thing, first you have to watch a commercial. That's fine. No problem with that. But if I'm just mindlessly clicking through, or not mindlessly, but if I'm just clicking through and playing the game as intended, and then I got to stop every five or six moves for an ad, guess what? I'm done with that game. I'm not playing I don't have time to sit there and watch seven ads if I just want to play for 10 minutes. However, the math works on that. I, and again, I get it. Mobile games, that's, the, that's kind of the thing, right? They want you to pay money, you know, get the, get the upgraded version, pay us 10 bucks or whatever it is, and get the upgraded version of the game and don't have to watch ads, fine. But I, if your ads are in the way of me playing the game, that doesn't want me to play the game more it makes me want to uninstall it and try something else. That's what I'll say. Is again, I'm, I understand we're all, you know, we're all getting bombarded with ads every day, every place we go, and that sucks. And I like, but also like I get it on some level. But at the same time, I'm just trying to click through and and play a thing here. Like I shouldn't have to stop in the middle of a move, in the middle of a game, in the middle of a whatever I'm doing, because you want to put in a commercial. Like make me watch an ad to upgrade. Or make me watch an ad for an extra five spins or whatever. Whatever the game would be. Even though that kind of sucks ass too. So you don't want that. But I just... If you know of a mobile game where I'm not interrupted by ads just from playing the game, let me know. Because that to me... And I understand this is a first world problem. That being annoyed by ads just from playing a game is not something that should be high on my list of priorities. And that's why it's at the end of the show. But I, I just don't understand. I mean, I, I do understand because they want to make the money. And if you're not paying them, then they're going to punish you with commercials. So I understand their, their point of it. But save the ads for an upgradable thing. Or like, oh, if you want to get more currency to buy this thing that you want to use, then you have to watch some commercials or pay us. But don't make your ad interrupt what I'm doing just when, I, when I'm just playing the game. Like, I'm not trying to get a premium feature or whatever. I'm just playing the game as you intended me to play it. So don't make it harder for me to play and in turn make me no longer want to play because you want to throw an ad in the middle of something I'm doing. So that, it just bothers me that <sighs> well, there are too many ads on everything. But if I'm just on my phone, just I have five or 10 minutes while something's cooking, or while someone's napping or whatever, then I don't want to be I want to be able to actually do the thing that I downloaded and not watch a damn commercial because you decided that you're a cheap bastard. That's all. Just like if your ad interrupts my game, 
I'm just not going to play anymore because I don't have time for that. I don't have time. And I, I, I'm just frustrated because I've been trying to find a game to play that people would like to get involved in and have fun watching me stream, or maybe we could play together on stream. That would be fun too. But all these damn games have ads like randomly in the middle of the thing. And I'm just like, okay, that's not going to be fun for me or anyone else. So again, if you have any mobile games that you like to play, send them over. Let me know what you got. And I will try to play them and then stream them maybe on a Saturday or Sunday morning. All right? All right. Maybe maybe tonight we'll stream tonight because I think I'll have, uh, I'll have some time. All right? All right. So I thought we we're going to be able to do this and the sports in the last break, but then I got real mad and kept talking. Oh, and the Six Flag thing we got at the beginning. So there we go. Thank you, Jill, for that. And um, yeah, chill with the ads, people. Chill with the intrusive ads and just let me play my goddamn games, all right? All right, let's take one more break, then we'll do sports, then we will wrap the show. Right? We're good, right? Did we settle it? Did we Did we get all we needed to get out of that? I hope so. I got a ping in my ear. Let me take care of that, and we will be right back. All right, I thought we were going to be able to do this all at once, but then, uh, you know, then I got mad and just I just kept going. It's what happens. It's what happens. All right, so real quick before I go, <laughs> we are just going to jumble all the sports together because we don't have a lot for each thing. So the World Series, as of now, the Texas Rangers lead three games to one. They are one win away from their first World Series title ever. Uh, so we shall see that uh, game three, five rather, happens tonight, Wednesday. So it could be, by the time you hear the show, it could be over. Either they win tonight or the Diamondbacks win. They make it 3-2 and game six was on Friday, yesterday. Or the Diamondbacks win two in a row and then we have game seven tonight. So those are your uh, your outcomes. So we'll see what happens there. Um, go whoever you like. I'm go Like I said last week, when my team's out of it, I go for whoever has the longest drought. Diamondbacks won 2001. Rangers have never won. They've been in the league since 1975, whatever year. So go Rangers, go get them, give them hell. And um, if you make money on it, good luck. If you gamble, whatever, good luck to you. And I hope you win. All right. All right. There you go. Quick Sixers news for you. James, I mentioned uh, over the summer, I think, that James Harden decided he wanted to be traded from the Sixers to the Los Angeles Clippers. And he's from Los Angeles, I guess. I don't know. Um, and then he got mad at the owner and bullied his way off another team. Is This would be his fourth team since 2021. He bullied his way out of Houston. He said, nope, I'm done. Then he went to Brooklyn. He bullied his way out of Brooklyn and came to Philly and said, nope, I'm done. We didn't win, whatever the case was. And so he cried and whined and, uh, and bullied his way out of another team. I, I just... And you know ESPN, they share all the things. Oh, look at this! Look at this great lineup! And how? Where's this lineup going to go? And let's be real. Look, I don't watch a ton of basketball, but I watch enough to know that this is probably going to be correct. Is that the lineup that they have? Whoever they are, it's uh, Leonard, Paul George, Harden, Russell Westbrook, and some fifth guy. I don't know. Um, I told you, I watch a little bit of basketball, but they're going to play what ten games together? Maybe somebody's going to get hurt. James Harden's going to give up as he does. Um, it's just like, and I was talking to my buddy, um, uh, my NBA updater, my, my very consistent NBA, uh, insider guy, Danny Schmitz. And I said, Hey, like, I don't know enough about the other players, but getting rid of the headache 
that is James Harden with all this nonsense. He's just whining. I don't want the GM anymore. When he's the reason you came here. Like, he was the GM when you were in Houston. He's the reason you're here. I don't understand what like what could have happened in the last two months that made you say, I don't like this guy anymore. But buddy, you're 35 years old. Get over it. Oh my God. I don't know. Would I have this much of a reaction if he didn't play for the Sixers because I've become a Sixers fan, Sixers fan in the last three or four years? I don't know. But the whole thing is just like, this is a couple years in a row now with Ben Simmons and like, guys just, well, I don't want to play for you anymore. You're adults. You're getting paid to play basketball. Get the hell over it. All right, there's my sports guy. Um, honestly, though, I... Look, again, I don't know to, to grade this trade. I have no clue. I don't know who the people are. Um, so I can't really say much about that. But the Sixers are 2-1 and one this far, thus far without Harden. Harden didn't play. He showed up to practice and dressed for the games that didn't play. Whatever. Um, but I think just getting rid of the headache and the distraction and the nonsense of just like, like oh, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Just get him out of here for whatever you can. Just get him the hell out of here. And I think it's going to be better in the long run for the Sixers because I think they're going to be fine talent-wise. And now they don't have this hanging over their heads. Now they can get back to focusing on the game on the court. I would think. And then, you know, the Clippers do whatever they're going to do. Go ahead. Go get them. Good for you. I Just the whole thing, like, I don't know. I, I hate to do this like, oh, they're, they're millionaires getting paid. But at the end of the day, like you could pay me hundreds of like three hundred thousand dollars to play basketball, and I'll go play every day. I don't care. Look, I'd love to make a million dollars to do anything, but I don't know. Maybe it wasn't about money. Maybe he just he just got tired of being here and wanted to go live on the West Coast. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I've never met James Harden. I've never spoken to him. I don't know. All I know is what I've read, and I just don't think. I think in the long run, this is going to work out for the Sixers and for the Clippers. Who knows? Who knows? Like the history is not on their side because James Harden has shown that when he doesn't, then when he gets tired or bored or, or upset with somebody or somebody looks at him wrong or whatever, if he gets upset about something, he just gives up and phones it in and it doesn't do the team any good. So Clippers fans, good luck. I hope it works out for you. Um, I love Kawhi Leonard. I like Paul George a lot. I don't know a lot about Russell Westbrook. Can't say his name. Russell Westbrook, but I know he's really good. Whoever the fifth guy is, good luck to him. Um, I just, I I don't know, man. But there you go. James Harden traded from the Sixers to the Clippers for a bunch of people I don't know. So go get him. One, two, three, four, five, Sixers. God, you know what? Play the song. For You know what? Play the song. One, two, three, four, five, Sixers. There we go. That's for Bill. Um, <laughs> I know just enough about the Sixers to make this a little snippet on the show. And then that's it. So go Rangers. Good luck, Clippers and fans. Go Sixers. We played the song. And now we turn it over, I hope, to the captain to let us know what is going on with the Fly Guys. Good sir. It's update time. The floor is yours. Take it away. Hey, Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Ooh! Guys, we are in it. We are getting into this season, and I 
you know, really excited about the Flyers in the beginning. Obviously, you want to get going. You want to have a good start to the season, and the Flyers did that. They are regressing a bit back to the mean, however, uh, in these past few weeks. So let's take a look at what they've been doing. So the Flyers ended up winning 6-2 against the Minnesota Wild on Thursday, followed it up with a loss to the Anaheim Ducks on Saturday, 7-4, and then lost a pretty tight game, and you'll see this type of a theme. Flyers lost a tight game against Carolina, 3-2 on Monday. And then the Flyers really, really had a promising start to the game against Buffalo on Wednesday. They were in it. It was 2-2 for a while, and the Flyers, again, kind of gave it up towards the end. They ended up losing that game. 5-2. to two. Now the Flyers are going to take on the Sabres going to Buffalo. They're going to be playing them Friday and then they're going to be taking on the Kings on Saturday. Then they're going to be going to the Sharks on Tuesday and then the Flyers are going to continue on a bit of a road trip through the West Coast. So I do want to highlight one guy that I think has been playing very, very well. That's Travis Sandheim. You know, he really stepped up as the top defender for the Flyers after Ivan Provorov was traded out. And I feel like he's finally hitting his stride. He's able to step into that role. He's playing big minutes, making big moves, setting up goals, and he is not afraid to shoot that puck. I mean, this kid is really coming into his own. So I'm excited about that and wanted you to see that highlight of him as well. So guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pad on Next Level Radio. And there you have it. Thank you, my friend. The Melting Pad, the Next Level Network. In case he wasn't there, I don't know what kind of stuff he's got going on. He's a busy guy. He's got kids and other things to worry about. But thank you, my friend. If you made it, if not, that's fine too. And for everyone, that is our show. Thank you very much. I'm late, I know. Thank you very much for being here. That is all. My thanks to Popclaw for the song. Uh, I just forgot what the name of the song was, but it's in the thing. Uh, and they're from a very real place in England somewhere. Thanks, guys. Uh, please don't take me up. Don't make me take this down. Uh, <laughs> my thanks to Doug for the movie recommendation. My thanks to all of you for listening. And my thanks to Jill for the heads up about the uh, the thing that I've said earlier. And um, that's all. All right. TheMeltyPat.com for all of my things. That is all there. The Patreon, sign up for that. Join the Discord. Leave a voice. Leave a voicemail. Send a text. You know the drill. All the ways to get in touch with me are at TheMeltyPat.com. Sign up for the newsletter, which I forgot to send. God damn it. You'll get it on the second. I'm very sorry. Um, it's been a crazy week. Sorry about that. Okay. I just thought about that. I didn't send it on the 31st like I wanted to. So you'll get it on November 2nd. My bad. That's on me. That's on me. All right. I don't know what happened. I, I, I botched it. Anyway, we got to go. Thank you very much for being here. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, no G-Love. We'll do mine today. But check out G-Love and Special Sauce at, uh, at philadelphonic.com. And that is all for the show today. Thank you very much. This has been an Nate Boylan production. So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. That's all, right? Yes, I love you. Thank you very much. You've been inside the Melty Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Mm-hmm.